0: Agreed, you all, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Relebohamudimo, hape horafaseba kabilar tsusite arshokomete matatignana ana di challenges tengata. Felamudimo, olen mudimo hodimo le hodimong hape le mudimo mafati mafacing kiena o abeilen le zohla hae horero na bar sin sin repeila reker khona kuetsa sinwe sesiluki the same again so we thank God again to have a moment to look at his word and to think through our lives through his word chapter ya yeah, Matthew chapter 6 verse 21 airing for where your treasure is there will your heart be also where is our treasure if there's anything ewe ile ngore re bona ile bo hlokwa ha haholo maphelong a rona nto ewe e ga ri phazamisa ang nto ewe ile ngore ha yetsa gala maphelong a that is a treasure in our lives if that thing has got the potency ina ahore mathla a gore and then we begin to measure God through the things that happen. in this episode, number one. We're going to look at questions from Job's friends. There's one particular question we will look at, Erta Tomangayona. Bedi, we will also look at Job challenging both his friends as well as God. Number three, we'll look at Job justifying himself as a person who does not deserve all these things that are happening. And he begins to look at himself in relation to other people who, in his eyes, are not so good. And then we will close by looking at God stepping in and asking Job questions to check. Can he answer those questions? In conclusion, then we will actually look at two more scriptures and we'll close today's session. So, question number one, from Bildad, the Shuhite, and he says in Job chapter 25 verse 4, How then can man be justified with God, or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? And Bildad asks this question because he's been observing and listening to Job, who has challenged God and he has challenged his friends. Because job sees himself as a pure person he sees himself as righteous and he sees himself as somewhat deserving in dealing with his friends so this questionnaire how then can man be justified with God or how can he be clean that is born of a woman this question was asked a number of times in the book of Romans somehow in different words Irin. When Paul writes to the church in Rome, he writes the following in Romans chapter 3, verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one, because when one looks at it, Bildad asking the question, how then can man be justified with God, and how can he be clean that is born of a woman? There is no one who is righteous. There is no one who is good. There's only one that deserves that title. But all human beings born of men, our issue began in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve transgressed the way and the law of God, they then put all of us in the same ambit. That way, Romans 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It is not what you have done that makes you a sinner, but it is what you and I have been born from that makes us sinners. Adam and Eve, our Great parents, if I could put it that way, sinned against God. And all their offsprings are born in sin and that makes all of us sinners. So You could be doing things right. In your eyes, you could see yourself as a good person. It is the origin of man that, places you and I in the same boat. So whatever we do has got nothing to do with our goodness. Neither does it put us right before God. So righteousness. And when Paul wrote the words to the church in Rome, he says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. For every one of us are born in sin, and therefore we have come short of the glory of God. All men needs God. And Jesus, when one young man came up to him and uh, he addressed Jesus as good teacher, Jesus responded, go Matthew 19, verse 17, and Jesus said, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that one that is good is God. So Jesus was answering from a human point of view, and Bildad comes up with this question, because he realizes that Job has got a stunts. Job has been talking very many things, And Job is challenging them. Hobani, back in Job chapter 13, verse 2, when the friends of Job has been asking questions about Mari, you know what? Because they do not know what the plan of God is. They had no idea of the discussion that God had with uh, uh, Satan. So they were not informed as to why terrible things can happen to good people. And Job had a problem because he knew himself to be good and he could not understand why his friends were continuously coming to him and asking, Hore, what is it that you've done? Because you cannot have a problem unless you've sinned. Pashlang ka ba mo di mo? Rona relibato rin na hanahore di lo ayente di be faila. Owanetalo kanya rona is limited, and we do not know the mind of God. We think logically. Rin na hanahoy ako mo lefateleta mayangkaten. Kore ha di lo tempidio kwechala otswanete oboyente di lo tsalukan. So Jobs' friends were continuously questioning him from that premise, thinking this terrible loss, this ailment that he's in, his body full of boils from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head. These things don't just happen. And they thought there may be something that Job had done. And Job was not pleased with them. And in his response, go Job 13 verse two, Job was still answering from his own position. He said, what you know, I know. I am not inferior to you. You are people, bikers and the physicians, but you don't even understand. So he was continuously challenging them. He was continuously coming at them from their questions then about Mozart And this made them see Job as a person That is why Bildad, the Shuhite, opens by this question, how then can man be justified with God, or how can he be clean, that is, born of a woman? But Job did not stop there. Job went on, not only did he challenge his friends, but he also challenged God on the other side. In verse 23 of Job 13, Job says to God, how many are my iniquities make me know my transgressions and my sin and he's challenging God because he could not pinpoint a something that is not good that he did he could not actually relate why these bad things were happening to him Now that created a problem. Hobane, job in his mind, now he begins to look at other people. Don't we all do that? Sometimes we put our lifestyle on a scale and then we look at other people and we put them on a scale. And at times we see ourselves being better in terms of morals, in terms of our lifestyle, in terms of ethics. And then we look at the other people and we find them wanting, we find them being evil, being bad. And then we begin to look at, why is their life the way it is? And we compare that with our lives. Reaproach Adilo the same way. You and I may remember at a time where Jesus spoke of two men. One was a sinner in the New Testament, and the other one was H.H. Goa, and they both went into a temple. The one that was a sinner fell down on his knees, raised his hands, and he began to cry unto God. And he said, Lord, forgive me. I am a sinner. I am a person whose lips are not righteous. Cleanse me. I gave myself to you, if I could just paraphrase it that way. And on the other hand, the one who believed that he was righteous, he was a churchgoer. when he started praying, he began to make a comparison, which we will look at shortly, Kajoobo. And he began to say, God, I am not like this sinner on the other side. And he began to beat his chest with pride that he is a good man and he is more deserving of God's mercies and God's goodness. Jesus then asks a question about these two people. Who of them went away forgiven his sins? And of course, it is the one that acknowledged no one is righteous we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We got to continuously know that the good that we do is not good enough before God. Neither does it deserve to make us think we are better than anybody else. No, we are not. We are not better. We are not good. Only God is good. Haribuela jobo. Job, he knows himself to be better than other people. Go with me, please, and look at Job chapter 21, verse 7 to 13. I have written a number of things, these verses, where Job was beginning to look at the fact that life is unfair. Maybe even God is unfair by allowing some of the things to happen. Job did not like the material success he saw the wicked were having. Job was not pleased, he was not impressed with them because in their success, ultimately, they did not recognize God. So go with me. Job chapter 21, verse 7 to 13. And this happens to most of us, particularly when we feel that uh, we are downtrodden we are looked down upon and it seems like those that are making it are not good and we are not making it it doesn't look good re tibella especially hadilo disatsa myandle re thoma re belaela gholoka ga modimo gore why adumela batho ba sa luka nge karbatswela pele and rona ba re lokileng ga pele we have that problem so we sometimes ask ourselves questions like Those that are making it, are they succeeding because they are more moral than we are? Or are they more ethical or holy than we are? And Job was wondering about the prosperity of these wicked people who seem to have it easy. He speaks the following. One, he says, why do the wicked live? Basilu kabatubana. Why do they become old? Mudimo obadu mela juan hor baho le babe batufale. Why, Basilu? Why are they mighty in power? Batubaba na le mata, batubaba tuela pele, batubaba baba babang ibile. Their seed is established in their sight, and their offsprings grow before their eyes. Banana babona baho la but their houses are safe from fear neither is the rod of god upon them so job is looking and he says why are they succeeding mm. why didn't it's malapa abona e karhana ahonanto ahuna eza halang for them when actually a high end why why ekare they to pay more? Demo, how it clearima la pa abonana? And he went on to say, their bulls continue with procreation, and their cows deliver calves and take care of them. Di komo tabona? Di abela? Di beli di di le ruo le le. The wicked send their children like a flock and their children dance before them. Job continues and he says, they take timbrel and harp, and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wells, So Job is looking at them against himself. When all in all, I go? We do that, and we think, "Marabata, batwela la so Why? Why ba pilasi ba Why batwela la pele? Why ba naba bona batoladi loze fetang za naba rona?" Now, believe me, that heart is an issue. You and I, we should actually begin to relook at our heart when thoughts like that begin to come into our minds. Obanye, ritoma. So, Job goes on in the same chapter, year 21. He's not pleased with these people because they're making it. And in their evilness, in their achievements, in their wickedness, they boast and Job is not pleased. They boast, they say, they do not want God. They do not desire the knowledge of the ways of God. They ask and say, what is the almighty that we should serve him? They say, what profit shall we get if we obey him? Note, in their hearts and in their minds, all the achievements that came they believe came due to their own labor their strength and their sweat and god is not an equation in the scheme of things and he cannot add any value to them so job is really wondering why are they having it so easy compared to where he is at job does not understand why god is allowing them that freedom and uh, to give them the self rule that disregards him God. He thinks God is not doing anything about it, and he thinks God is not against them. Yet, God allows them to continue. Although Job understands, in the last verse here, verse 30, he says, The wicked is reserved for the day of destruction. They shall be brought forth for the day of wrath. Their time is coming. So Job understands that their time is coming where God will judge them. But he is not pleased that uh, they are making it and he is not making it like they are. So in that regard, Irifah, the question where the question is, what is the hope of the hypocrite? Though he had gained when God takes away his soul. This is Job 27 verse 8. What is the hope of the hypocrite? Though he had gained, when God has taken his soul, what's the hope? And that takes us to the New Testament because Jesus asked the same question. If you think that things are your strength, are your life, you got to ask this question. And Jesus says, For what shall it profit a man, if he shall gain the whole world, and lose his soul? Because if you don't have your soul, whatever you've gained on this earth, when your life comes to an end, what happens? That is a question that comes to all of us. So, wherever your heart is, if your heart is in the things, then you have a problem, because the things... Are of this world and they will come to an end at a point. You and I will lose them. Also, and we got to continuously ask ourselves is it the things or is it uh, our relationship with God? So we got to continuously look back and think our relationship with God surpasses everything else. So we've seen the question, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world, but lose his soul? The soul lives forever. But this very body that has got the influence, Arona, which has the desires of this earth, can actually mislead us, and can actually lead us to eternal condemnation. When Alin right at the beginning, when Adam and Eve lost it, man will go back to dust because he is dust. What is it that is more important in our lives? Is it this body? that can lead us into eternal condemnation? Or is it the word of God? That question is very, very important. The three friends, he's been asking them questions. He's been saying, you don't know better than I know. I know also uh, what I know. And actually, he's also challenging God on the side. Why is God making him suffer? So job this time but he asks these questions and this way. Somewhat Job declares through conditional statements that He has not wronged God and he does not understand why he is suffering the way he does. So when we're going to look at how Job puts all these things together. He believes that he has not wronged God, so he puts conditional statements. We're going to look at Job chapter 31. I'll take verse 5 up to 10, Ebekinga 24 to 27. You can read the whole chapter at the comfort of your home. Ering he. As Job is speaking and as I understand why is he going through these things, and here it's somehow a challenge to God. And he says, verse 5, If I have walked with vanity, or if my food had hastened to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance, that God may know my integrity. If my step had turned out of the way, and my heart walked after my eyes, and if any blood hath cleaved on my hands, then let me sow, and let another eat. Yea, let my offsprings be rooted out. If my heart has been deceived by a woman, or if I had laid weight at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind unto another, and let others bow down upon her. Verse 13, if I did despise the cause of my main servant or my maid servant when they contended with me, then let God do what God needs to do. He goes on to verse 24 up to 27 and he says, if I have made gold my hope or have said to the fine gold, thou art my confidence. If I rejoiced because my wealth was great, And because my hand had gotten much, if I beheld the sun when it shined, or the moon walking in brightness, and my heart had been secretly enticed, or my mouth had kissed my hand, if I had done those things, then we can talk something. But Job believes he has not wronged God in any way. So somehow he is still Uh, putting himself in a position of righteousness. Most of us would actually, instead of accepting for a yes, I may have done something, in declaring innocence, we put statements in an if statement. And what do we say? We say, if I have done this then, we we are not saying God, you know everything. And I am learning from the statements that I in chapter 31. I am learning that actually knowing that God is Almighty and God knows everything, which Job knew anyway, ka to justify myself. And I must say, you know better, and I don't. And I must acknowledge that, God, you are more powerful than I am. I must accept that nothing happens by chance without you knowing, Lord. I must accept. But I must not... Come and ask you, Mudimo. The question setting, if I have done this or that. Hi, lohore, akakakata mahandle. Iriki juale omon aje dijote ki dijote. Irubana baaka bantiwe ba fellle monareng. Hi, lohore, akatswaramo tulsebele zangontruung akubele mbona No, it shouldn't be that way. God knows everything, and the friends of Job have been listening, and they were truly not impressed with what he was saying. So Job is asking all these questions because he's going through great trouble. We all get to those situations where, for instance, we would also ask ourselves questions and we may ask questions like why is this happening to me when I give my tithes and offerings without fail? Why is these bad things happening to me when I serve without complaining in the body of Christ? Why am I experiencing misfortune when I give to the poor and so on and so on? So that's what Job was saying. Here's a statement. Self-justification is no recommendation. Self-justification is no recommendation. The above because Job has been asking these very many questions, he then prompted God to step in. Because he believes he's, he's okay, he has no problems, he has this time around invited God to come in. There are questions we must not ask ourselves, and I've spoken about this in one of their episodes. There are what are called depowering questions. Why is this happening to me? What are we saying? Who should it happen to? In other words, we put ourselves in a situation where we believe we don't deserve this, but somebody else does. That is a depowering question. And it actually takes away the the power of control that's within us, and it puts it out there, and the situation will begin to control us. So, while Job was about to get into these problems, God stepped in. We're now dealing with God asking questions. Let me just uh, remind you, we began looking at the question that uh, Job's friend asked and Bildad began the question for us. And we began, we went on to look at Job who was challenging both his friends by saying, he also knows better. And he, he's wondering why do the unrighteous succeed? when actually the righteous are not succeeding. He also went on to challenge God by saying, God, So Job was justifying himself. We are on the last point. God now is asking questions. Job has called for it, and God is stepping in. Job chapter 38, There are a few verses we're going to take. We're going to read verse 4 to 6. And uh, God is now answering Job. But God is answering Job with questions to check if Job will be able to answer these. Job, you're asking, where have you sinned? How many are your iniquities? God has got different questions for you. And God is saying, verse 4. Where was thou when I laid the foundation of the earth? Declare, if thou has understanding, who has laid the measure thereof? If thou knowest, or who has stretched the line upon it? job. Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or, who laid the cornerstone thereof? And where is the cornerstone? You answer me if you know. Now, God is asking Job these questions. Verse 12, God goes on to say, "Has thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the day spring to know his place? Verse 17, God goes on to ask, have the gates of death been opened unto you? Or has thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? 19, God says, where is the way where light dwells? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof? Job, you answer me. If you can answer these questions, we can then deal with your questions. You answer, and God asks Job in his struggle, I mean he's lost everything, and God says have the gates of death been opened to you and have you seen the door of the shadow of death? It is not even closest to the shadow of death. It is not close to the door of the shadow of death. So Mudimo is telling him all these things through questions. So God goes on, go chapter 40, and God, I'm just taking a few a few verses. Maybe let me take uh, one verse. Code. Job 39 verse 19, God asks him a question, has thou given the horse strength? Has thou clothed his neck with thunder? When we talk about the mane on the head or the neck of the horse, God wants to get an answer from Job, have you put that on the neck of the horse when a job? Also, have you given the horse the strength? And God asks, let's just look at two more questions and then we we go to conclusion. God says, go chapter 40, verse 2 and verse 12. Shall he that condemn with the Almighty instruct him? He that reproves God, let him answer it. Look on every one that is proud and bring him low and tread down the wicked in their place. Can you do that? Can you look at the proud and bring them low and tread down on the wicked in their place? now? Nah, can you do that? And Job knew that he had actually begun a discussion through questioning God that he will not be able to withstand it. But, lanka we need to understand God is good all the time. And when we go through trouble, let us not get into a situation where we question God. God is the creator. God is the porter. We are the clay. He is the almighty and he gives us part of the power. He made us representatives of heaven on earth so that the kingdom of heaven can come on earth so that the will of God that's done in heaven should be done on earth. It is not the other way around. That is why Bildad in his statement, in his question, as we go back to Job chapter 25 verse 4, this question is so important. Bildad asks the question, how then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman. Motu akaikeza o lukilingjuang humudi mo. Leteng moto o atwe atweke musari akaba moto o shwekilingjuang. Dabaye rete nete It is only God who is righteous, not us. So, Modimo offer his prophet Isaiah mandri for our understanding. This is in conclusion. And God says, go Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. The Lord gives the words to Isaiah and he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. All we need do is to understand that modimo, o pahame, kofiterona. Modimo, ha adumela di hala mama pelongarona kiena atsiba. Hallelujah. Let us allow God to be God. Let us allow that God may shine through our lives. If something happens in our lives, let the things not take preeminence. People around him. He had his three friends and ultimately there was a young man who came in who's been listening to all these conversations. It is likened to Hebrews chapter 12, Kitabala verse 1 to 4, and that is our conclusion. Arehem, the writer of Hebrews, to us, are, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the rays that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be weary and faint in your minds you have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin we are encouraged pa hore, modibo gore batho ba re ba bona ba re tse ba re bitsoa ka la morena jesus ke kamori bitu amore we've got a cloud of witnesses encompassing us ba tshibele tse iwe le lesibi sidutsi se khaofele what we need to do taba taba ya rona ko hore re tshwanetse re tsamaetse ka patience ka maikemisetso re tseba morehang we must not look at the things, neither should we look at the people. But we should look unto Jesus. And he died a death of sinners when he was not a sinner. He did this for you and for me, so that you and I may have His life and have it more abundantly. Regardless of Bobby, levo tuko bonne alehubona, wili aboyeme la patiently, a papula a kokotelo a sefapano, matoho le mabeedi a kokotelo matoho abulehi le. It's like an invitation from men on the one side to the other men on the other side. Let us be reconciled men to men. Straight from the ground, facing up. Men from the earth may be reconciled back to God. He did that. He endured so much contradiction. Yaba tu baba b, ba muhelaka ma t, barai poluse yenopolusi zem baba. He did not allow his emotions to take over. However, he did all this atze bahori. The joy that was said before letabole olenelito utla lepala butshoku bahonele. Let us not ask God questions. Let us not demand from God to tell us why let us not ask those things. Let us believe that God has a way that is not our way, that God's thoughts are not our thoughts. And in this case Job had no idea that he was a discussion between God and Satan. And God trusted him so much that he allowed Satan to come through. But God knowing that Job has got the power, the spirit of power to withstand the devil. You and I have got the spirit of power. We are given the spirit of love, of sound mind and a spirit of power. We should love God as we love man. Let's give our hearts to God. Let's love God with all our hearts. Because God will give us the ability. For God is love, and whoever does not love his brother does not know God. So let us protect each other, but firstly, knowing that it is not the things that are important in our lives, but it is God. Let's go back. Job had said the right words at a particular time are, though he slay me, I will still trust in him. And he says, I still trust, Hore, in this body, I will still see the goodness of God. And somewhere along the line, he was almost like losing it and uh, putting self-righteousness and challenging God to show him his illnesses, he to show him his weaknesses and his sins and his wickedness. And through the questions that God asked him, he knew that he had actually opened a discussion he was not capable of withstanding. When I was I was I was I was I was I was Bad things happen to good people, because God wants to teach other people that he can turn nothing into something, and you may be the instrument that God is using. Are you going through difficult times right now? Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who, because of the joy that was set before him, withstood the challenges, withstood the negativity withstood the pain. Don't give up. Hold on. God is more powerful than what's happening. God has got more for us in store than we have right now. Let us not cry for these things. God has got more for us. In the next episode, we will conclude the book of Job and see how God ends this terrible experience. Rebonore, where does it end? Hold on to Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Let us pray. It is not because we say you are God. You are God anyhow. You are God before you made us, and you'll still be God after this life has ended we thank you for giving us insight and foresight and understanding of your word continue my father to give us the desire of knowing your word like a child yearns for milk for growth give us my father the desire to learn your ways for your ways lead to life i pray for all men in particular I pray for the male species that you have made to be leaders and rulers and heads in families. I pray, my Lord, that your word may reign supremely in our hearts, that we may be protectors and defenders of women and of children. I ask all these things in the name that is above all names, the name of our Lord and our Saviour. Jesus Christ, amen.